You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. time in a long time but it seems like just yesterday when we were side by side beast mode no one's blocking our way <laughs> these other guys tried it but them man ain't got the skills of brazen and davy brazen and raging bringing you the thrills and spills right here in full gear about to blow up like tdnt us man are too sweet brady bbp the bb elite right here in full gear about to blow up like tdnt us man are too sweet brady bbp the bb elite Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for BDE Elite. We are wherever you found us on your podcast app, online, or live on twitch.tv slash upnext podcast and youtube.com slash upnext. Yes, hello. Yeah, we are your NXT friends. Friends. But uh, we are your... Your wrestling friends. Or as Sting says later tonight on, or earlier tonight on Dynamite, the enemy of my enemy is my friends. Friends. He almost said it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll chat about some Dynamite because that's what we do on this show. And uh, yeah, it's a big weekend for wrestling. Huge weekend for wrestling. We've got uh, about 21 matches announced for All Out. <laughs> Um, across the pre-show and the main show, we've got Clash of the Castle, we've got NXT Worlds Collide, uh, fucking GCW doing anything, I don't know. There's a lot of wrestling going on. There's so many matches on the all-out card, Leonardo DiCaprio would date it. Yeah. <laughs> no, that would be too many. Well, 21. 21, I guess. It's yeah. fine, yeah. Yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to chat about this. We, uh, we talked about a few times already, but we are going to be doing a big wrestling show with post with John away this Sunday. So after all out ends, we're going to be live on YouTube with post and then the audio will go up on their feed. So go look for that because we will be covering uh, mostly all out and a little bit of worlds collide. So a lot of wrestling, but we will be going live for a watch along for worlds collide. So come hang out and watch some wrestling with us for that show. So a big, big day of wrestling. Also clash of the castle is on Saturday. So like lots of wrestling happening 
And we will be at Dynamite next week in Buffalo. So uh, let us know if you're around and want to get some drinks. Yeah, so we won't be going live next Wednesday yeah. after Dynamite. We'll probably get something up on the, on the Thursday uh, talking about our experience at Buffalo for, for AEW. Yeah, look for us in the second row. Yeah. So uh, we'll, have, uh, we'll be having some fun. And then you're doing Grand Slam as well, which I think is clear as day. The match is the singles match between Will and Kenny. I mean, that has to be what they're gearing towards. I'd dream a, match. I'd assume so, Two yeah. years in a row, for sure. Kenny with the dream match is coming, coming back to life here. Um, yeah, so we're, we're going to be covering some wrestling. And we kind of mentioned on Up Next this week that we're going to be going to both nights in Toronto, in our hometown, just uh, hipping a skip away from us. What is it? Hopping a jump? Away from us? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola Arena. And uh, we're going to be going to both nights and enjoying some wrestling. We got a lot of some of our listeners, some of our friends coming in to, to hang out and watch some wrestling. And and maybe we'll, we'll announce it this Sunday. But we have a dynamite post-party, meaning when dynamite ends, we're going to do some... Let's ca- not announce anything until we know for sure. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. do know for sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Why are you in a bad mood? All I'm not in a bad mood. I just don't like <laughs> announcing things and then letting people down. Like, oh. let's we'll be doing something. But yeah. Yeah. We got some big things planned for that week, so stay tuned and follow our socials and all that stuff. Especially if you are in the Toronto area. Uh, we recorded some other shows this week. We recorded a uh, special was next on our Patreon. That's going to be coming out. I'm going to put it out. Uh, I think on Friday morning. And that's covering the first time Chris Jericho and Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan, fought each other on the first ever episode of NXT. Back when it was a game show, they had a match. Remember that? When Danielson was Miz's rookie? Yeah, way back, uh, February 2010. Yeah. Um, Daniel Bryan, Chris Jericho. So we're chatting all about the first ever episode of NXT on this edition that definitely sets the tone to see some of the wrestling was really great between the two and we could talk about the history of that match and leading into this big match at the pay-per-view that I think is absolutely going to just bang because Jericho has been on this great run he he manages to reinvent himself and Danielson is the best wrestler I think they'll bring the great stuff out of each other uh, for this stuff and I like the whole angle with Garcia they're fighting the, he's he's the like kid in the divorce essentially mm. or something uh, I love that storyline. But yeah, we're going to be chatting all about that, so that'll be out on our Patreon. Uh, our man Neil, who is a World Champ patron at, over at our Patreon, meaning World Champs get to pick stuff. Well, our man Neil has picked some some pretty fun movies before. He's picked some Star Trek in the past, but now he's picked A Few Good Men. Yeah, the uh, Aaron Sorkin film with, uh, with Jack Nicholson. Tom Cruise. With Tom Cruise. Maverick. Keith Sutherland, Kevin Bacon, Demi yeah. Moore. It's uh, yeah, we we record this show earlier today. Great chat with Neil. Um, yeah, really enjoyed this one. Yeah, so uh, it's it's kind of out of the the ballpark of which we usually watch some some pretty silly stuff. So it's more of a like more serious acting, and it's, some, it's a pretty sweet movie. So we'll be chatting all about that. That'll be out. To, uh, I'll probably put it out later. I was supposed to put it up, but we recorded it pretty late. So I'll I'll be up uh, by tomorrow. Uh, out on the Patreon. Uh, go check us out because it's the beginning of the month and five bucks for North American tier means you get access to all these podcasts and everything that we've done in the past there, meaning best match ever, Daniel Bryan, best match ever, Rey Mysterio we just did recently. All these shows are out there and you get access to everything. 
And uh, yeah, we would love for you to check out some of the stuff that we do because uh, we like recording podcasts. We do. And, and we a bunch we've of got so much more coming out next month as well. We'll be dropping that schedules for you all to see uh, tomorrow as well because, yeah, tomorrow's first of the month. So sign up. Only five bucks. Patreon.com slash up next. Yeah, we've got some great stuff uh, happening. And then we will be going live on the 14th during the day with uh, a special kind of year in review of NXT 2.0 the first year in of the the big switch up and uh, I believe you've invited some some friends to talk about this. we have yeah we've got some uh, special guests lined up for that show um, and yeah we'll be going live at 1 p.m. on uh, on YouTube and Twitch uh, and yeah it should be a should be a big show uh, getting to kind of see everything that's happened since that first episode of 2.0 yeah. where we were introduced to the likes of Von Wagner, Bron Breaker, Tony D'Angelo. Casino players, yeah, poker players, I mean. All of that, all of that. Yeah. Uh, should be a fun show. Yeah, uh, so all the stuff, follow the socials, join that Facebook page, at, but leads you to the Facebook group, the Up Next group, and uh, join in on that stuff as well. But uh, yeah, we appreciate all, the, all the, the support and everything out there. We're excited for lots of wrestling coming up in the next little while, including this show from Chicago because you know they don't get enough wrestling over there they're back it's been a while it's been far too long it's been a couple of months hasn't it <laughs> months it probably hasn't I feel like oh, they're forbidden doors last month wasn't it <laughs> pretty much yeah yeah pretty much uh, so we go back to actually no this isn't Chicago this is Hoffman Estates yeah really but bless them uh, we start off Dynamite with a hot John Moxley coming out, announced as the AEW Undisputed World Champion. And, I mean, hot off the huge, like, swerve last week with Moxley just absolutely destroying CM Punk. I think it had a lot of people talking with the weeks to, to breathe out from last week. Like, it did a lot of views on their social media and, and YouTube and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd kind of give my thoughts after this. But, yeah, um, I think coming into this week, a lot of head scratching from people. Yeah. Um, but let things play out, you know. I've, I've been enjoying this. Yeah, me too. Well, he gets a pretty great reaction here. He comes out and he talks about how, you know, he knows that the crowd here is chanting for CM Punk as well. And he says that I thought Punk was the 60-minute the, the man. But clearly that's BS because I still had 57 minutes left in the tank for me last week. And he says that he pushed Punk to the limit. And, well, last week I figured out exactly who Punk is. And Punk was just looking for a way out, and he folded. And then the crowd cheer for him even more. And he's like, yeah, 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 I know you love your boy here, Chicago, but they're still wiping the floor with him in, back in Cleveland from last week as the crowd kind of mm. comes in here for this one. But split crowd and hot crowd for this here. He then says that uh, Punk is going to curl into a ball and die. And like he said, he folded. And turns out he couldn't be what you all wanted him to be. And I have no sympathy for CM Punk. And he has a fragile ego, a fragile body, and a weak mind, and now a weak spirit too. And then he pulls out a contract and says that he's, he's got a match for All Out to face him for the title for anyone who wants it. So whoever you are, you can come and grab this contract and... I don't care who it is. In fact, I give far, far fewer you-know-whats who it is. So he leaves this contract out in the ring. And when he leaves, later we see 
producer here at AEW, Ace Steel, goes into the ring and grabs the contract and kind of runs out. But, Scuttles away. Yeah. But uh, pretty pretty sweet promo from John Moxley. I mean, no surprise. but Awesome promo. It's, it's very interesting because... Um, this Moxley promo isn't anything unlike any promos he's ever cut. We've we've seen AEW sometimes, like when Daniel uh, when Danielson came out to confront Page, and it was just a sudden like one eighty with his character. Yeah, um, Mox isn't like that. He he always just says it how he is. It, he doesn't care if you're a babyface, a heel. Chicago's a wrestling crowd. Mox has been on this incredible run. They're gonna want to cheer him. Yeah, but. It's against his boy as well. I think anyone else who hasn't had quite the same run as Mox right now would have been all booze here. For sure. But a lot of what he said, it's like, yeah, you're, you're kind of right as well. Um, I think it was awesome. It added more fuel to this uh, this fire that they've been building between the two. Mox just sounds great. I love how he uh, he's just pissed off all the time and like loves this business and hurting people and just, yeah... I. I killed him. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, yeah it's what I did. <laughs> like, he sucks. Uh, no, I thought this was an awesome way to open the show. Yeah, broken record because I definitely been saying it for three years now. But like, this guy has become like one of my favorite talkers, and I absolutely hated him before that. Yeah, and I, it's just so crazy that now I'm I'm so looking forward to seeing him on my screen every week. But he is he is to me, and and this this whole show has that vibe. It reminds me of those older episodes of Raw, like back in the day, even like Attitude era like you know you always see triple h run out talk some shit and then later on someone else comes out and talks some shit so then well hold on now i gotta go back and i gotta talk some shit like it's that's it was very yeah. fluid like a whole show like that works makes this big angle feel like the biggest thing. i think as well because it's it's been a lot of storytelling to tell in a short amount of time yeah um i felt we maybe got like three three weeks worth of segments this right. week yeah. between these yeah things. yeah um and sure, like it, you could do it the traditional way and do it like that. I like that it's been a bit unorthodox, this whole build yeah. for this match. And uh, including, I think the win made sense last week for Mox because I think he needed this reign to be legitimized because he's been great. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think the eventual match does feel bigger now. Yeah, um, and definitely. It, yeah, start kicking things off with this promo. Uh, yeah, really held my interest. He's he's he has a great intensity. He's very. I, I know people compare him to Stone Cold, but it's like that. Like he he walks in with the swagger and the attitude. Like I don't give a fuck. I'm a badass. I'll Does his fuck. shit and leaves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Arise, Ray, Ray, What is it? Arrive. Arrive raise raise hell, hell leave. leave. Exactly. We then go to Jericho backstage, who mentions his match, the Lionheart versus the American Dragon at All Out. And he says that he was hurt that Danielson said that Stu and Owen Hart would, would say you're a better wrestler. But no, it's not true. They would pick me. And I will beat you like I've beaten you before. And that's when Garcia shows up. And Garcia says to Jericho, look, I'm sorry for what happened last week. I just want to let you know that I will pledge my allegiance to the JAS. And uh, I, like, I got your back. Jericho says, well, thank you, Garcia, and says that after up next is Hager versus Danielson. And, well, Danielson, uh, all is fair in wrestling and romance, so watch your back. Meaning, mm. we're going to fuck you up before your match. Which leads us to the next match, but cool little promo here. And the story of Dan- Garcia kind of 
like planting this seed here like hey i'm sorry but then also not yeah, I, I liked as well how he was, uh, yeah, Stu and Owen would probably appreciate your wrestling more, <laughs> but you look at the amount of achievements I've got, of course they'll pick me. Yeah. Like, you can't, it's undeniable. Yeah, like, exactly. you've done everything there is to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought this was a great little promo. Which leads us to Danielson versus Hager one-on-one. Regal joins the commentary and flirts with Excalibur. <laughs> Every week, yeah. You were telling me, did you see that clip where there's the Twitter video yeah. of like a compilation of him calling him a little treacle tart and scrumptious and wants to pop him in his mouth like a marshmallow. And then the very last <laughs> clip is Caprice Coleman going, hey, come on now, you got a good match going on here. <laughs> Uh, the the regalisms are are just out in the open yeah. now. We 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 talked about it. It's such ret- a hidden secret for a long time. Again, going back to us doing was next. Like we've been doing retro NXT and regal was on commentary for a lot of the shows we've done. And if you listen or know, the regalisms are a big thing. And now he's just they're out there and they're living it. The regalisms are real. Well, uh, Hager just starts messing up Danielson here. Every time Danielson hits him with something or runs at him, he gets caught by him and gets slammed around. And then finally on the outside, Hager catches him again and then runs with him all the way, sending Danielson crashing through a table. And then they go to picture in picture when it's just more of Hager just throwing Danielson, tossing him, slamming him down, attacking the back. And when we come back, Danielson eventually fights back with a series of forearms, runs the ropes, and eventually hits his huge running like forearm elbow strike. And then a series of roundhouse kicks, just leveling Hager. And then when Hager, you think, gets back in control, Danielson with the flying armbar, and then into a labelle lock, which Hager eventually reaches for the ropes and gets out of it. But when Hager is setting up for what looks to be some sort of like Hager bomb or something, Danielson escapes, runs at him with the Busaiko knee, and picks up the win on Jake Hager. But there is a beatdown after. But uh, a pretty sweet match, and I think it served its purpose. Yeah, very physical. Uh, got Danielson that big win back because we haven't seen him. We've just had the Garcia matches so far, haven't we, since his return? Um, yeah, I. you weren't ever buying Hager winning this thing, um, but I, I thought they had a nice match. Yeah, probably one of the better Hager matches. Uh, again, he was just the big guy to throw Danielson around to get his big win here. After the match, Jericho goes to runs down and goes to use a steel chair to attack Danielson. But Daniel Garcia runs out and like steals the chair away from Jericho, which Jericho is shocked, and he gets hit with the uh, Busaiko as well. So Garcia now costing Jericho this beatdown and attack. Uh, Very interesting. Yeah, I assume he's going to be involved somehow. yeah, is it, it, is it this was all a ruse that... But also, my my one thing is Jericho feuds tend to go on forever. Right. I don't want to see Danielson. I'm looking forward to the match. I don't want to see Danielson feud with Jericho forever. So I kind of also would just like a clean definitive win on Sunday. Yeah. So we can move on and put Danielson with maybe more interesting people. Like, all... Don't get me wrong. I like Jericho. It's yeah. just... I'm thinking back to all his feuds. They go on for months, usually. Yeah, I mean, this is already the trickling of a feud with well, the group. It's just Eddie, uh, Eddie's morphed into Danielson yeah. for it, really, hasn't he? Uh, I am super stoked for this. Again, doing like, hey, we've seen them wrestle in tag matches or chamber matches or stuff like that, like odds and ends here, but never really one-on-one, and that's why we chose to do that. 
old NXT episode review because that match is, is a hidden gem. And it's like mm. a quick match, but so good. And I am interested. Jericho's been on a run, man. And I do see Garcia, like, it could go one of two ways. They've announced next week in Garcia, Garcia's a Buffalo boy, Buffalo kid, and he's facing Wheeler Yuta for the pure title yeah. next week. We're going to be there. I'm, I'm super excited for that match. But it, depending on how Sunday goes, he could be going into that, obviously getting cheered, but, like, is he going in also cheered or with booed? JS, yeah, is he going so. in with – because if he's joining the, the combat club, you, is it – dude, is this, like, Cobra Kai? He's gonna he's gonna beat Yuda. He's gonna beat Yuda out of the group. And Yuda goes, "Yo, what the fuck? You found your new like, your new rookie?" And he's gonna go over to yeah. JAS. That could be cool. That's just like Cobra Kai, right? The yeah. it's the the kids going from the gyms. Yeah. Book it. They were booking this way, but we said they they got some <laughs> things up their mind. But yeah, uh, I think Daniel Garcia wins the title. But yeah, we were hoping for a big match in in Buffalo, and we, we love know, these. Guys. We know these two have had killer matches in the past, so love these. This guys. should be good. Yeah, um, yeah. I wouldn't say anything tonight really added much more to this feud. This feud's felt yeah. ready. Uh, the Garcia element's interesting, um, but yeah, solid segment. Yeah, we go to something we needed to hype up the pay per view this weekend. The Wingmen. Remember them? Uh, I can't remember who's in them. It's uh, is this Ryan Nemeth? It's Cesar Bononi. Um, was JD Drake there? Yeah, as he well? was. Yeah, yeah, and JD Drake and Peter Avalon. Is he in? Was no. he in the? Uh, was he? I don't know. Didn't he have the pre- he had, What was the pretty picture? Is the pretty, pretty picture? Pi- is the pretty picture and the wingmen the same thing? Pretty picture. What's the pretty picture? I'm pretty sure that was Peter. Avalon and Peter. <laughs> <laughs> pretty oh, picture, Peter. the pretty picture. Yeah. Okay, so who's in the wingman then? Uh, JD Drake. So the pretty picture was Peter Avalon with JD Drake uh, and so and wait. Ryan Nemeth. Okay. So and th- Cesar Bononi. So I think. Oh, is it like the dyad and the schism? <laughs> <laughs> so Peter Avalon. So when they're with Peter Avalon, they're the pretty picture. Got you. It's just the wingman. Got you. Okay. I think. All right. Uh, yeah. I, we haven't seen. I with these. These are like the old trustbusters, aren't they? <laughs> That's why they're on TV. With so these guys they're are like, in the in the ring with signs. They're like season two trustbusters. Wow. Aren't yeah. See, <laughs> trustbusters is the new. Yeah. Dark Order was the one before that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so these guys are in the ring and they have signs like, put wingmen on TV, like put us on TV. We want more screen time, essentially. And then they st- start cutting a promo and then they all put their pinkies in. I do, I do kind of like these guys, actually. They're pretty funny. Uh, the, the four of them coming together is great. Like they could be way bigger. Enhan- they're, they're, they could be super great enhancement talent. You say they could be squashed more on TV. Like, like look, on- at, look at what happened to the acclaimed. That yeah. was their spot. Stars now. Look at what happened to 2.0. Star, mm. I'd say stars now, like somewhat here yeah. at least you could say that. So like oh, I think absolutely. the same thing could happen to these guys as well. Um, well, they're interrupted because things are going to get even weirder as W H Morrissey comes out. Wait, what's this guy's name? Just W Morrissey. W Morrissey comes out. No, W H was at this show though. W H was. Yeah, uh, big he, Morrissey fan as well. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was losing his mind. I didn't say I, that. Someone, someone was telling me. He, I, I heard a real high pitched scream when Morrissey came. Yeah, out. Oh, it was him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone, someone told me they saw him arguing with the, uh, the, the merch table because they didn't have any W Morrissey T-shirts on hand. Really? And he's like, "What do you? Why?" So yeah. 
I have heard he was arguing with his waiter for serving the shittest looking breakfast <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> you go all the way to Chicago and you have that shit? Boy. Why are we so mean? <laughs> <laughs> Love you, WH. Hope you're having a lovely time. Shout out to Mike Murray. Just eat better. <laughs> <laughs> Life's too short to eat bad food. <laughs> yeah, we had a killer steak earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We had a great time. <laughs> Sorry, we're the wing we, we do love you, WH. We, we do. We, we do. Yeah, we do love WH. Uh, we, he, we're like the wingmen with WH. We, yeah, we should. We, we need to wingman WH when he's back. Yeah, we yeah. do. <laughs> I hope him and Mike are living it up being good yeah wingmen yeah maybe they'll go out and hang out with the wingmen later that'd be oh, that'd great that'd be nice wouldn't it WH hanging out with Caesar Bononi <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked I know that that name I know all of them wow hey NXT legend yeah true yeah. speaking of NXT legends W Morrissey aka <laughs> Big, Big Cass, Cass he comes out he's looking big jacked actually he comes out and beats the shit out of all these guys and uh, Stokely comes out, and then Tony Schiavone's like, "Hey, what's going on with you, Stokely?" And Stokely looks like he's about to beat the shit out of Tony Schiavone. Says it's none of your business, and it looks like he's he's gaining up. He's creating his own trust busters here. The Stokely so he's busters. got the guns, he's got the baddies, and he's got W. Morrissey. <laughs> Sounds like the new Matt Hardy family yeah. office. Yeah. Um, just weird having this on this show. Yeah. Uh, this, this felt kind of maybe a, like, first episode after a pay-per-view kind of thing. Exactly. If you're bringing in Morrissey. Yeah. Um, just seemed a, a little odd placement. He, he looks great. He looks in incredible shape. Um, just another big guy for people to go through. I can't say I'm overly excited yeah. about it, but all right. Can see he's he's improved. He's he has improved jacked, definitely. So like, awesome. I'm surprised he wasn't in back in WWE. He's yeah, true. Yeah, true. Uh, so yeah, like we need another big man for people to kill, I guess. For him to beat up. Yeah, mm. true. Yeah. Uh, we go to backstage where Will Osprey and the United Empire are being interviewed, and Osprey is interrupted wearing by shirt. Yeah, he's wearing the the Hannah Kimura shirt. Uh, R.I.P. Don Callis walks in to talk to Will and says that, you know, you're Will Ospreay. Some people say you're the next Kenny Omega, but I say you're your own man. You should be Will by God Ospreay because you're that amazing. And Will kind of isn't having any of it and kind of tells him, like, please leave. So Don's like, yeah, all right. But, you know, the jackal being the jackal here. I completely see him turning on Kenny yeah. and joining Will. Or is this all, uh, like... A red herring for mm. for because the story seems to be like Kenny is like yeah you're really good but like I have more years experience I can I'm I, always a step ahead yeah of you. I'm always ahead of you so you think you know he's, yeah. he's turning on me like it's it's a whole thing but maybe that's why Osprey wasn't like like nah I don't even want to, I don't want to talk to you just I'm not get playing out. this game yeah, I ain't doing that uh, great great little uh, storytelling here that they definitely do well in AEW. Um, and, and and then it cuts to. Uh, I our, think Callis has been missed as well. Like it, he's good. it works the act. He's so slimy. Yeah, he's good when he's with Kenny. Because uh, yeah. Kenny's the baby face now, so it's kind of like mm. weird. He wasn't out with them later, so it kind of doesn't make sense. Well, we go to our, our next match, and it involves the four competitors that are in the fatal four way match at the pay per view, and um, 
Um, oh, sorry, one sec. Crap. Um, we're missing a part of our show in the record. All right. It's all one thing. <laughs> um, so we go to our next match, which is a fatal four-way. Uh, sorry, it's the there's the four of them that are in the, the fatal tag four-way. match from the fatal four-way. Yeah. yeah. So now it's Britt and Jamie versus uh, Tony Storm and Hikaru Shida. And again, all four of them will be against each other in an elimination match for the interim women's championship. It's elimination. Is it, or is it just a? I think four-way? you're getting confused with NXT. This is true. <laughs> you're, you're true. You're right. Yeah, it's just a four-way. Yeah, you're right. It's just a. Four-way. A lot of wrestling guys going yeah. on. <laughs> so uh, this starts off with both Britt and Jamie just beating down on uh, Tony Storm, and they keep turn- tagging in and out and start isolating her. Uh, Jamie is in now. In now. In. Buster. Uh, Sheeta is eventually tagged in and she hits Jamie with this crazy looking spike like Huracan Rana, which looked nasty here. Uh, and then she's in control when Britain finally comes in and her and Sheeta are revisiting some old pass here where they're going back and forth, exchanging different holds and countering each other. When eventually Tony comes in, they clear the ring and she hits her hip attack on Jamie and then goes to the outside and then leaving Sheeta and Britt alone in the ring. And in a crazy upset, Sheeta hits Britt with her like crazy flying spinning kick thing to the head, and the, yeah, what she called yeah, it? I, I always forget the what Tomashi? they call it. Is that it? Is that the one? I always thought that was like the knee that she did. Oh yeah. So I was confused when Excalibur called. It's been it. a while. Yeah. Seen yeah, yeah. Uh, Sheeta pins Britt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty big. Um, so that means Britt's winning on Sunday, right? I think so. Yeah, uh, it it was good to see Sheeta again. I feel it has been a while since we've seen her, but this feels so cold. Um, obviously, it's this wasn't the match they were building for. They were building for Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm, and things have happened there. Whether it's uh, a legit injury or losing a smile or a bit of both, um, that's moved on. But this just feels so cold. This whole feud. Yeah. This whole story. I I can't say him interested i think the four could pull off a exactly a great match yeah, the exactly. weekend because they're all great yeah even um, I, I got into this match too it had some cool spots i do think the match on sunday will be even more crazier and have great interactions with the four it's of them. just was this the only women's segment on the show uh i think so we I didn't have anything from jade did yeah we? no yeah it just it feels so dead this division yeah uh i do think the match will be pretty pretty good but um and I thought this was good too. So the wrestling was kind of speaking for itself. But yeah, the like, there's no story. Like, there's a bit of a story with Tony and stuff. And then obviously, if Brit's Brit, feuded with everyone as well, well. Well, the interesting thing is, Brit and Jamie are like, you can fight each other. So like, yeah. will that happen? Kind of thing. So we'll see. This could be when Jamie turns on Brit or something, or vice versa. Like, yeah. Brit could pin Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. And win, right? So that's something that could happen. Uh, we go to. A, yeah, there'll definitely be a spot of physicality that they'll follow up on. Like, hey, why'd you do that? Yeah. That stuff. Or like Brit at the end of it, like nails her and pins her. Yeah. Or makes her tap out. And it's like, what? Eh, well, I saw you as a weak link and I took it. Mm. We go to Miro, who has a vignette here backstage. And he's talking to the House of Black. And he's talking about God. And he's talking about how it took the three devils to make me realize stuff about God. And the devil. And then in comes Darby Allen on one side of Miro and 
mentions that Brody, you choked me out, you tried to kill me. House of Black, we we want our revenge. And then on the other side, Sting walks into the frame and says, "The enemy of our enemy is our friend." So he says it just like that. Mm. So he's Joker Sting's returning to the House of Black. Joker Sting is going to show up. So it does look like we're getting this trios match that we kind of saw coming. Yeah, I wonder if they'll put any sort of stipulation on this one um, because it's a Sting match on pay-per-view. Like, he's got to jump off something. He's jumping off um, something, guys. Also, the fact we've got three six-man tags on this show, wow. which seems quite a lot. Um, but I, this match sounds a lot of fun. It's weird pairing Miro, Darby, and Sting, but why not? I think that's where Sting's worked. It's just these bizarre pairings. House of Black are great. Yeah. Are we seeing, I think it'll be really fun. Are we seeing Miro in face paint? Ooh. Like a warrior. Yeah, like a... A god. Yeah. God of war kind of thing, maybe? I'd like... He needs to, doesn't he, really? He kind of needs to, to be yeah. with these guys. Uh, well, they should all come out in loincloths, like a real callback. Alexander Rusev. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm interested in this match. The House of Black are just having a great tear of string of matches, and, and this is interesting. And you're right. This has to have some sort of stiff, because... It has to stings has to do something crazy every pay per view he's stealing the show jumping off shit mm. your wallpaper is still sting jumping off the tunnel onto, <laughs> onto the box <laughs> <laughs> for no reason it's just funny we go to CM Punk and at first the crowd did not they're like no this he's not here they're not playing his music and out comes CM Punk but he looks like sad punk this was so funny he's coming out looking all somber he's pissed off yeah uh commentary are calling to attention that uh oh he he doesn't look himself he's a uh a pissed off upset cm punk as they show a picture for pwt of cm punk in the punk hockey jersey yeah. just going yay yeah. <laughs> and the the two images at the same time was just really yeah funny they're trying to sell him said ah hockey and buy the new cm punk hockey jersey pwt yeah. Uh, well, CM Punk is very sad, and he gets in the ring. He's talking about how June 8th, he had foot surgery, and then he has 16 screws in his foot. And I could be mistaken, but did someone say, like, screw you? And he's like, no, you're, you're someone, you're never getting screwed. No one's ever going to screw you or something yeah. like that. Like, shutting this guy up instantly. Was it just some heckler? I think no. so, okay. yeah. Interesting. It was very weird. What's with AEW? He was like 16 screws more than you've ever had in your life or something like that, I think he said. Oh, my God. So that's, that's why Punk was like, nah, you've never screwed in your life or something. Yeah. Uh, we, AEW always has people chirping in on, the, on, on big promos. Uh, Punk then says that it wasn't a great week. He says he got beat up in Cleveland again. And he says, I may be 100% because I got tested and did everything, but my... 100% is a new 100%. That's my new normal. And I came back because I love my fans. And I couldn't I couldn't do anything when I was injured. I couldn't walk for two months. I couldn't even take Larry, my dog, out for a walk. I let him down. My little sister is here front row. I let her down too. And, well, it looks like I just I let you all down. And, well, I love you. You love me. But that love just isn't enough anymore. When... Ace Steel comes into the ring and says, Punk, we are family. We are friends here. And kind of reiterates that he, he was one of the 
guys to train CM Punk all these days back. He says, I've had a great career, but my, my favorite part about my whole wrestling career is that I helped create you. I helped create the, the power of CM Punk. And Punk, you, you did everything. You didn't let anyone down. You filled a whole arena on a rumor. And you've had matches after matches. And you're going to fight. And just starts getting hype and saying, Punk, you're not here to quit. You're going to fight. He slaps him. Slaps him across the face and says, without a censor, we watched the TBS feed tonight, no censor, you're going to fucking fight. You fucking get up. <laughs> so CM Punk just starts to go, all right, okay. And he starts to get hype up and says, you know what? I am going to fight. And says, a lot of people try to, try to put me in the ground. A lot of people think they're the one who's going to kill me. Well, John Moxley, you ain't him. And, sa- and si- says, I'm going to sign this contract. You can't break my bones. We are in Chicago. You can't break my spirit. And he says, we are Chicago. As he goes through the crowd, he says, I'm the wild thing. And then signs the contract. And yeah, we are Chicago. Uh, I thought this was awesome. Um, as I said, I like it. Let it play out. We, we came off of last week going, oh, what's, what do we think it's going to be and how it's strange to be going this close to a pay-per-view without knowing the main event. Um, but it's, I guess, all out sold out, isn't it? Yeah. I believe. Yeah, of course. Like, so why not? Like, pay-per-view buys, most people, like, like we buy it, what, 30 minutes before the show starts, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, I've I've enjoyed this. It's different. It's been different storytelling. I liked, I appreciated when A Steel came out he did turn to the crowd and was like, "Hey, I am, like let me introduce myself. This is who I am." Because I think AEW at times lean doesn't do that. Yeah, and you'll see this guy come out, and the casual viewer will go, "Who the who the fuck's this guy?" Yeah. Oh, suddenly his best friend or whatever. Um, I, I appreciate he was like, "Hey, this is who I am. I train this guy." Yeah, and like let you know. I I thought he was awesome. I thought Punk was great. It was awesome. Again, it feels like you could have maybe had this over a couple of weeks having depressed punk last week and then this week it's the pet talk whereas yeah. it's a bit like oh I'm sad no you're not you're in Chicago ah, oh yeah I'm in Chicago, Chicago. let's go <laughs> we are Hoffman Estates <laughs> but I uh, but I loved this I thought it was great I, I do think the match feels bigger than it did uh, a couple of weeks ago before doing the yeah. first round match so Hats off to Tony. Uh, man, this was this was awesome. Uh, Ace Steel, Punk, everything here just hit perfectly. You knew something was happening. He's like, ah, if he's here, then we're doing this match. Yeah. It's got to happen. And uh, yeah, it got me so much more into this this match. Uh, great job in this. And it's not over for this build to this match for this show. Because like I said, there's a lot of weaving the story all through the night. We then go to Jungle Boy and Christian Cage, who I have a sit-down interview earlier today with JR. And Christian, they, they've agreed to no violence. It, it was JR's decision. He's like, JR. hey, I'm going to hold this. There ain't going to be any fighting. And Christian's like, no physicality. Christian's like, now I know JR, you, you were really worried that I, I would in, like, be violent in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Christian, you were, you're right. Uh, so Christian says that Jungle Boy, you made a mistake of, of asking for this match. And I'm going to put you in an early retirement at the age of 25. You won't have a career after fighting me. has been. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You'll be a 25-year-old has-been. And Jungle Boy says, you've said a lot of things to me. And this Sunday, I'm finally going to be able to get my hands on you. 
and says, uh, you're not going to be wrestling Jungle Boy. You're going to be fighting Jack. So uh, things are coming to a head at all out between these two, which I think uh, could be a good match. I mean, we knew this match was been pretty much in the cards for quite a while, so there isn't really much else you need to do to this. I, yeah, I feel this one might have suffered from too much time Yeah, um, when you did the turn because it was a long time ago to build this. And I do feel in kind of the level of interest, it has lost steam a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I've enjoyed it and I, I think the match is, is going to be good. Um, Christian sounded great here. Jungle Boy, it, it's clear he's like not in the same class, I think, when it comes to promos. Um, and... Like, the stuff about still saying he he loved him and... Yeah, they said he loved him. I, it just didn't quite connect with me. Um, but I, I like Christian where they're like, oh, this has been you the whole time. And he's like, yeah, like, I'm a piece of shit. I came in for money. <laughs> like, I, I think he's been fantastic. Yeah, and his red turtleneck here, mm. of course. Um, yeah, I think the match will... People will be talking about it. Are they saying this is a grudge match? So is this a... No DQ or something? Maybe. It should be. I think it should be. Yeah. Uh, I'm just looking at the... Oh, I it just it says singles match. I can see a stipulation being added yeah. here. We're going to get a concerto to Christian, aren't we? Same with the main event. I think you could add, like... Main event, you can have a ref bump, I think. A <laughs> TK will be okay with bumps in his wrestling ring. We go to... You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Wardlow and FTR. And we have them going up against the team of Blink and You Miss It. Was this the Trustbusters? <laughs> if you told me it was, I would have believed you. It's not? No, it's uh, Steve, Rick, and Jones. Okay. No, it's Silas Young, who I swear was in the match, but didn't wrestle. Silas Young was in this match? He was on the turnbuckle. No, the whole you're lying. Uh, and I don't know who this, the other guy was. but uh, Red, Red Jones and Vic Capri Sun. Nice. Capri Sun. <laughs> Remember those? Yeah, they're great. Yeah. They, like, they have like adult versions Little of Little pouches. Them. What, like alcohol, like alcohol ones? Yeah. Are they, what, spiked Capri Sun? <laughs> they, I don't know. Like, they should have, like, official ones. They, sh- they should get in that market. Yeah. They have, like, knockoff ones for adults, but... 
Yeah, because you've got like the hard Arizonas and things like that now. Yeah, yeah. so like Capri Sun Hard. That sounds weird. But it's sun Capri, like the sun. Capri. Or like a sun. Yeah. Like All right. Sun like your sun. <laughs> Wardlow and FTR beat the shit out of these guys and win in like a Kill minute. them in yeah. seconds. Big Rig and the Powerbomb Symphony. And uh, they have a match on the pay-per-view against... They, I love how it's they're part of a dream match this Sunday with Machine Guns and Jay Lethal. It's going to be good. Like I, I think it's like FTR, Machine Guns in the ring together. It's going to be awesome. Um, but I do feel sorry for these three. Uh, Wardlow has had such a rough go at it since, since the match with MJF, which I think he really suffered from everything that happened that weekend with, yeah. with the MJF not showing up and all that stuff. Uh, he felt so hot going into that match. Sure, they put the TNT title on him, but it was then in a feud with Scorpio Sky that I don't think people particularly cared about. And he's in this feud with Jay Lethal that I don't think people care about. So he is, he has drastically gone down since the last pay-per-view for me. And then FTR, who felt so fucking hot a month ago, they're, yeah. they're still carrying all this gold from all over the world. And they're in, they're not defending any of them. They're in this match. We, we were talking perhaps Bucks FTR being the main event of this so show. So it's interesting because we, we've been saying that. And apparently in some interviews this, this week, they thought the same thing. Right. They were like, yeah, we assumed that was the match. Yeah. So it changed. Um, and obviously Kenny coming back. The, the talks of Tony Khan has had these trios titles for a while and wanted to yeah. wait for Kenny to do them. And then Kenny being cleared, I guess, figured let's do it. It's just, I don't get why these guys aren't being positioned bigger. And then you get this report that they've been taken out of the AEW game. Yeah. Which is really bizarre. Really weird. Is it like, like, will they have DLC? Will they be downloadable? I think like, so. But these are like main characters on your show. Yeah. Like to throw them in as a DLC. I fucking hate DLC anyway. Yeah, I know. Just let me play the game and win stuff. Like, yeah. You've already got my $80 for the game. Yeah. I I'm like giving I you more money. Yeah, it's something idiots. I don't get. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I do think the match will be good. Like all the talent involved is is good. It's just it could be a really fun dynamite match. They're gonna take all these titles minus ROH and go to the Fed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fight the Usos again. Yeah, shave their backs. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, it is one I could I I could see now. Which few months ago i i wouldn't have said that at all but i can see there being a compelling offer for these two down the line which i i, I think maybe just this pay-per-view it's hey uh chill we'll put we have a program for you coming up because i mean eventually they got to be the champs they got to at least get it go for the titles against swerving or glory or whatever like they got they got to be featured more i mean they're on tv right now but they're not on the pay-per-view which is very odd they are a, a, a huge overact right now and i i feel wardlow being paired with in a singles feud yeah. with someone more interesting yeah. would yeah would yeah. help him as well. Both of them are just like chilling, like yeah. why is this like why is this happening? Uh a few a few wrestlers look like they're they've been pretty vocal like on, on social media. Like Miro's kinda like, Yeah, like I'm not not the match I really like wanted to be in, but you know. I mean Miro Wardlow. <laughs> yeah, but who's who do you put over? Miro. <laughs> either either. But like I mean you can have a great match and elevate each other in doing yeah, so. It's, exactly. It's more so than just being in random thrown together six man tags. Yeah, I agree. Especially on a show where you're crowning a trio's 
championship it seems weird we've got all these extra trios matches on the show the winner that wasn't involved in the tournament it's the, the winner all the winners of the trio matches should have a, a three-way trios match on dynamite for the trios title right <laughs> that's what should happen we go to john moxley who now comes out to the ring he's fired up yeah this story is continuing moxley says uh if that's what your boy wants chicago then that's what your boy's gonna get and he says that you, I've learned real quick, and these people will, that he is a fake messiah and I'm a real martyr. And Punk, I am going to kill you. So I loved this. This guy's intensity, like I said, off the top of the show. Mm. He was fired up off the top of the show, and he was still smug. And then he comes out here after Punk had that great, like, fired up moment with his pal, Ace Steel. Mosh just comes out saying, I'm going to fucking murder you now. Like, if you didn't get the, the message last week, I'm yeah. going to kill you now. In Chicago. Yeah, here in Chicago in, in, on Sunday. I love it. He looked like he was going to say some more. Yeah. And then his music played and you could see him thinking about it. And then he just threw the mic <laughs> down the aisle. Yeah, love this guy. Uh, this, this Like, are you going to tell this guy, hey, can you not throw the mic? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, this this got me so much even more again all all the segments as like putting them all in part of the story of the show just made this this feel so awesome I'm excited I for think, this match I think for the it feels the biggest match on the show yeah as well which at times I found, found with AEW and the pay-per-views the main event the title hasn't felt like the biggest match um, it definitely does with this one between these two yeah uh, it feels like one of the biggest AEW matches to date now the booking has been really good. I know there is. I I I've, like some of my friends are like, oh, uh, like I'm not sure what they were going with. Like, why can't you just tell us what the match is? But I think we knew what the match was, and leading to all this great, what I thought was some great storytelling here, getting you hyped for the match, which they kind of lacked in the past with some big title matches. Hmm. If it's your main event, why isn't it like being treated like that? I know All Out last year was awesome, and Christian Kenny, cool, great, but. It didn't have quite a... That's what I mean. It you didn't know, feel like heat, the main event. You know, it didn't feel like that. And if, I think a few times there's been some, some matches that kind of felt that way. But this feels like the big main event. Like, put the videos to, to my way all together <laughs> now. Like, this feels like it. I feel we've been so conditioned by terrible booking in WWE and terrible yeah. storytelling and stories starting and then being dropped where... We've been right to see something and criticize because you go, ah, they don't know where they're going or whatever. Yeah. And I think it's so ingrained in wrestling fans now to see a segment like last week and then go, and we we were doing it. Well, what's the match? What are you doing? What's the match? Like, ah. Yeah. But then at the end of the day, were you talking between this episode, last week's episode and this week's episode going... What do you think they're going to do? Yeah. Was the conversation of AEW still in your minds every day? Yeah, it was. And was every segment enjoyable and entertaining? Yeah, it has been. So I will say, like, I think they've earned the right to kind of be, let's see where it goes. Is it kind of like how Stranger Things on Netflix is just dumped out all at once? And then, like, you have to watch it all to be able to talk about it. Mm. And then, like, by the time you've watched it all, it's like, yeah, whatever. Whereas Obi-Wan dropped week by week, so that it gives you a week. Like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen this week. Did you watch You get this a cliffhanger, week? and you're like, oh, it keeps it alive, yeah. in a way. Um, no, I, I think it's been really kind of interesting booking and storytelling, and it has got me hyped for the match. Yeah. And it, it would be a different story. If, if All Out was selling really shit, yeah. 
and you're a week, two weeks out, and we don't know the main event, that's a problem. If you've already sold it, now yeah. it's right. Let's. Most people are going to buy the pay per view within the next few days. Now is the push. And yeah. did this end thing get you hyped for it? Yeah. Now I want to see this match and give you my money. Yeah. No. And of course, you could have people. Be, well, they gave it away for free, and he beat him in three minutes. Why would I want to watch it again? Nah. Come on. You know yeah. they're gonna have. They're gonna kill each other out there. Who's gonna bleed more? Mox, obviously. Um. But Punk will bleed Punk too. bleeds a lot. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's I know. All, all the blood. Yeah, yeah it's going to be bloody. Uh, Mox is fighting. It's been announced for GCW. Mox Gage again. Again? Nick Gage, Mox. They're going to kill each other. Maybe Nick, Nick's Where's taking that? the title. When's that? Uh, sometime in October, I think. Okay. It's in a few months. We go to the Dark Order backstage. They're being interviewed by Marvez. And they mention that Preston Vance is hurt. And he can't compete in the trios match tomorrow night on Rampage in the tournament. But Evil Uno says he's going to take his spot when Andrade shows up and him and uh, Jose. Yeah. They offer Preston Vance a job. They're like, hey, leave the Dark Order and join us because you could, you could be good. You're big and strong. We're going to make you a star. We're going to take that mask off. You're going to be great. And then he hands like a huge wad and stack of cash to evil uno who then like i don't we don't want your money like get out of here when andrade just punches evil uno starts beating the shit out of him and then am i nuts but did jose pull out a damn taser (laughs) (laughs) was that a stun gun yeah and then preston vance is like all right whatever and then they leave so uh (laughs) yeah it was it was a bit odd because there's been no real connection between Andrade and the Dark Order at all. We've kind of thought, okay, yeah, we're going to see these injuries happen and Hangman's going to, by the time of the pay-per-view, step in to help his friends out. But it just felt, oh, shit, yeah, we've got to injure Uno, um, who's not doing anything today. Andrade, Jose, come over here. It it felt very strange, it being this. (laughs) A taser? Yo, Jose's a fucking psychopath. It would make more sense if... They were going to be their opponents. <laughs> yeah. But why does Andrade want to buy Preston? Man, it's... what's going on with Andrade in, in this? I also feel, as someone who doesn't watch Rampage, and sure, you can say that's on me. Yeah. Um, we had a segment with on Dynamite, like Hangman saying he's not going to partner them. None of these Dark Order trios matches has been on Dynamite at all. Right. You know? Yeah. So it's it's just... It feels less than, I think. And yeah, okay, Hangman's going to step in. Yeah. Uh, Really weird. Yeah, (laughs) very odd. Really weird. Very odd. Like, why would you attack? Like, if it is you guys facing him, then like, yeah. That's what I... It's it's like, oh, we need to start these injury angles. How should we do it? Yeah. But there there hasn't been anything... Because Dark Order has not been doing anything for the longest time. Like, really of of interest. They don't have these little beefs already that you could have used. Really weird. It's funny. Jose, man. You've seen him. <laughs> he's a he's, psycho. He's, he's jacked. jacked. He's tasing people. Yeah. Wow. He's, he's a great get for Andrade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chavo didn't have a taser, did he? Yeah. Do you remember did, when Chavo was in this country? Who else did Andrade have? Vicky? I think Vicky as well. Fuck. <laughs> What's going on? Andrade. <laughs> Andrade has definitely been talking to Triple <laughs> uh, I'll come back. I'll come back. Charlotte's there. Fine, I'll be Can back. I bring my friend? He's, he's kind of jacked. <laughs> my friend's jacked, trust me. And he uses a taser. He's in. Bring he's him in. 
<laughs> Cody's still like, and Brandy? No, 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 no. <laughs> but Jose, yeah, come over here. Fuck. Yeah. And he's already got one name, just Jose. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Not No Way Jose. <laughs> That's a different Jose. Who's now in AEW? He's in, he had a dark match, right? Yeah. What's he called now? No way. He's just no way. <laughs> no, he's uh, yes. He was no way in in Impact, I think, wasn't he? Yes way. Yes way. <laughs> I don't know, man. We go to our next match. It is a fatal four way match with four competitors that will be competing in this casino ladder match on the pay per view. Yeah, that's been added, which just sounds bonkers. Here we have Cla- the match announced for the pay per view is Claudio Wheeler, Penta, Ray, Phoenix, Roosh. Andrade, Dante, and to be determined. And this is to win a title opportunity. Future world title shot. Right. Yeah, this is what Hangman won last year. Okay. So. They did it on TV, didn't they? Yes. Yes, yes. that's right. So this match is a four-way with four guys in it. Ray Phoenix, Wheeler Yuta, Roosh, and Dante Martin. And this is crazy. Trying to take notes for this. There was all over the place. Dante with this crazy sunset bomb on Ray Phoenix for a near fall. Yeah, well, it was like a... Like a wheelbarrow counter into no a like a sunset flip bomb thing. It was crazy. It was wild. Uh, he starts doing topes, then Ray Phoenix does a tope. Everyone's doing topes and dives to the outside onto everyone else. Yeah, Phoenix has that beautiful... It's, he has the speed of Darby Allen with yeah. Darby's like shoulder tope, but does the rotation through the ropes as well. Looks yeah. great. And then uh, Utah had a nice one as well, and Dante with his like leap right to the top rope yeah. for his uh, like twisted... Roosh hits one as well where he runs like full speed and then throws guys back in and then there's all more chaos. Eventually he hits, I think, Dante with the uh, like a straight jacket pile driver, but it's broken up. We've seen him. I think that's one of his finishes. Uh, There's just more all four guys leapfrogging, springboarding, countering everything. There's a huge powerbomb spot. There's a nutso spot where Dante poison Rana, the greatest move on Ray Phoenix but like halfway through it's like it didn't go through so then he, he spikes him with he it like oh man jolted him to make him Fucking leap nuts dude uh, it leaves Dante in the ring alone with Wheeler Yuta who connects with a, the seat belt and it's mm. a one two three this was like a mega seat belt he, this is like double protection baby on board seat the belt. leg and like he hooked the leg upside down and gets the win here so Wheeler Yuta picks up the win I did like there was a dive, and I don't think I've really seen this before. We've seen the someone diving off the top and you smacking him with an elbow or whatever. Roosh did it with a headbutt to Dante, yeah, um, which I thought looked great. Yeah, this this match was uh, was crazy. Um, this ladder match is going to be absolutely insane with these guys. Um, who do you see being the uh, the extra person, the Joker? The Joker? Do you think uh, it's a debut? Do you think it's a return? Will we get Joker Penta? Penta Joker? I mean, he's already in the match. Yeah. But will he dust off his Joker costume? <laughs> he hasn't worn it in a while. It's been a while. Oh, no. Dude, what did we just manifest? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Who is the thing? Who has been missing that's kind of been a big deal? Samoa Joe? Samoa Joe. You wonder, like, bringing out Morrissey, would that be... Eh. It feels a bit weird. Yeah, now it would be weird. Um... Like Lance Archer could be back as well. Yeah. It's it's. I always think if you're going to advertise, like like if you're making it surprise, it's got to be something big. Yeah. But we also have seen sometimes it isn't that. 
If it's a pay-per-view, it should be someone big, but I just don't know who else is... Leo Rush again? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Who do you guys think it will be? Let us know. Uh, we'll see who pops up. But uh, who do you think wins that match? Is it the guy who's the surprise? That's the other thing as well, isn't it? When it's a surprise, it's like, well, you kind of think they'd win it, win it. unless you do someone kind of on roster already or whatever. True. Um, um, I mean, depending on if you know who our world champ is, you could do... Claudio versus Mox or Claudio versus Punk you could do Andrade Mox Andrade Punk there's a few Andrade is someone I'd like to see in a in a top feud yeah I mean this is going to be for a TV defense I would think yeah but, yeah um, yeah not sure who the Joker is yeah we go backstage John Silver and Alex Reynolds who Reynolds is sporting a nice beard I think mm. it makes him look pretty pretty good next 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 level Alex Reynolds when they mention that their boys are all being taken out and injured, so it looks like they're just going to go two on three for the trios match, which makes total <laughs> First sense. First ever trios, yeah. Yeah. When Hangman Adam Page walks in and says, you guys need a partner, you've always had my back, and now I'm going to have yours. And then John Silver's like, hey, can we just make sure we're all clear here? You're going to be on our team? And he says, yes. So... Tomorrow night on Rampage, or sorry, Friday Rampage, it's the Dark Order versus the, oh man, oh, the Best Friends. Best Friends. Yeah, which, which should be sweet, yeah. uh, which should be awesome, actually. Can't wait to not watch it. <laughs> I will definitely check it out, but it'll have to be There's like a lot the of wrestling next. this weekend. Yeah. I don't know if I'm watching Rampage. So clearly we're going... It's, it's Hangman and Dark yeah. Order against the Elite, Yeah, which will be great. Insane. So yeah, good stuff all around. We then go to our main event of the evening, which is the United Empire, Will Ospreay and Ozzy Open, meaning I know their names now, Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis. There we go. Mark Davis is the one sporting the goose or rooster mustache. Yep. So that's easy to remember. They followed FTR's thing. One guy's got a stash, book it, do it. And the guy that's Kyle looks like a Kyle. Yeah, he looks like he's a Kyle Fletcher, Yeah. yeah. Uh, these guys are hot off their match last week with their win over uh, the Death Triangle, which a lot of people were talking about, and no one mentioned how Kip Sabian interfered. No, no, that, no, that was... <laughs> Never happened. That didn't happen. <laughs> we made it up. The, Will Ospreay comes out with Ozzy Open, and they're ready for this match. I mean, this is a pretty big match, considering Kenny and Ospreay are going to be involved in the same match. So out comes the Bucks, and then out comes... Kenny Omega to one of the funniest Justin Roberts, Kenny intros I, I can think of when he's like, he is, and goes off listing this, the, the things we've heard him list, like the you know PWI, but he goes, uh, he is better than Will Ospreay. He has, in, in their only encounter, he has a 1-0 victory over Will Ospreay. He also sells more merch than Will Ospreay. He also is more handsomer, has a better smile, and does a lot more charity work than <laughs> Will Ospreay, representing North Carolina. Ren, I think it was which, uh, he had a comeback match which did not take place in oh. North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> he is Kenny Omega, uh, who comes out here. I hear the battle cry. Huge reaction from the crowd here in Hoffman Estates yeah. for Kenny Omega. And this time, he's still wearing the compression shirt, but doesn't have the... Like black strap he yeah. had on before. So he's getting closer Peeling and off. closer yeah. to being the Kenny machine that we know. Uh, this, 
I mean, I don't know how anyone could try to take notes on this, but this was just insanity. I mean, if you're listening to this and you didn't watch this, like, I don't know what you're doing, and stop and put it on. It was one of those things where I was a bit caught off guard. You normally kind of build up to the, the first encounter between the, yeah. the two single stars, in this case being Kenny and Osprey. And right off the bat, they're going at it. And it was one of those things where, oh, we're doing this now? Okay. All right, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And doing more than just teasing as well, like actually having a bit of a match here. Yeah, uh, Osprey starts off by just running at Kenny right when the bell rings and boots him in the face, and they start to beat down on him. And uh, they start beating up on Kenny, and then there's like tons of topes from Aussie Open, and then a crazy twisting sky twister. I think that's what they call it. Osprey does off the top to the outside. We go to picture in picture, and during picture in picture, if you're watching, they're fighting up the ramp. Matt Jackson does a tope off, tope con Elo. Off the like ramp, off to the ground, onto all of them. It's just chaos. When we come back, Ozzy Open hit this crazy double double cutter uh, to get a near fall. Kenny tags back in and hits a series of snapdragons on everyone. And uh, then when he he hits it on Mark Davis, he hits it on Kyle Fletcher. Osprey gets in. He goes to hit it on him. Osprey counters it the first time. Kenny sidesteps and counters like another counter into another counter. Kenny goes for the snapdragon again, and Osprey escapes it, landing on his feet. Sends Kenny to the outside, and when Osprey goes to do one of his like diving, special. yeah, lands on his feet because Kenny moves and hits him with the snapdragon on the outside. And Kenny goes right into the camera, and he's like, "What? You thought I was gonna? You thought I was gonna wait there? You thought I was just gonna stand there? No." There were, especially in the early part, there were lots of moments where Kenny would just sort of, like, stop, like, pull up, and yeah. to evade something where we and we know them as Osprey spots, like he's been studying him. Right. We see, uh, we know Callis has been saying, been studying him for the last seven months and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I like how they they showed it in this with Kenny yeah. just. Yeah, you, you haven't quite got me here. Hey, I jumped out of my seat for this whole sequence, man. Uh, uh, just This is exactly what I thought we'd see from these two tying it up here. Uh, we then see uh, Kenny back in the ring, but then Ozzy Open gain control and start isolating him as they go to picture-in-picture. Picture. It's all of them beating down on Kenny for a lot of it, but when we come back, eventually he gets the hot tag to Nick Jackson. And oh boy, I mean, everyone wants to see Kenny and... And uh, Osprey tie up, but we we've, we've seen glimmers we know of what a Nick Jackson hot tag. Yeah, like. dude, this was crazy. He hits uh, flying double X factors, a moonsault to the outside on onto Osprey, transitioning it into a spinning satellite DDT. Just Chef's kiss. Uh, they we go back into the ring. Kenny Omega and Will Osprey are now face to face, and they start going at it again. And this is the moment we were talking about, like the the real like showdown between them. They're going back and forth. When Osprey sends Kenny to the depths of hell with this like sit-out Liger bomb that we've seen mm. him do, but Kenny kicks out of it. Uh, my notes just say "Holy shit, WTF!" and then "WTF, what the fuck?" in spelled out com- completely. So I, everything in this match was going insane. There's V triggers, counters. There's super kick parties. There's Osprey doing flips and landing on his feet. When eventually they they get, I think Kyle Fletcher in here. They nail him with a bunch of stuff. They eventually go for the Indy Taker or the Meltzer Driver, but instead it's countered, and the United Empire hit the move itself on Matt Jackson, but it's broken up just in the nick of time. They, they did, it was a shooting star 
yeah. like headbutt to the butt so melts the driver. Remember the PWG match with the Bucks and Osprey where mm. they countered he did the same spot. So he springboards and RKO's the dude who's doing the flip yeah. and then he goes up and does it on the other guy. It was like the exact same spot from that match. It was just before this when they there was this great near fall on Kyle Fletcher where it wasn't the it wasn't the golden uh sorry, what do they call it? The BTE trigger. Yeah. But it was a double super kick with the V trigger yeah, at the same time, which I thought looked even better, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. And I thought this was it. And Mark Davis getting a great like 2.9 save on that. Yeah, they break and it up. And then you had this Meltzer driver thing as well. Just insane stuff. They eventually get Will in the ring and they hit this crazy V trigger, super kick, all this stuff. And then the Indy Taker connects on Will Ospreay, but... Will is not the legal man in the match because ah. that actually counts sometimes in this thing <laughs> who the legal man is. Will gets rolled out of the ring when Fletcher's the legal man brought back in. The Bucks isolate the other two out on the outside. Kenny nails him with a V-trigger. One winged angel. And we know he ain't kicking out of that. And the elite beat the Empire and advance in the trios match in one Fucking hell of a match. Holy yeah, man. Yeah, great stuff. Pay-per-views this Sunday, but here you go. Take a match of the year contender right here. Yeah, this was amazing. Um, I loved Osprey ripping at uh, the compression shirt, and you see underneath. He's clearly and quite smartly done, like, cupping like, yeah. recently because yeah, yeah. his back just looks fucked. Yeah. And with the added tape, I'm sure, I'm sure, like, some of this is legit. Like, he has just come back from injury with, well, all these surgeries. But I think they played it up quite nicely that he's, um, like you can't. You saw we were saying as we, oh, he's wearing that shirt. He still looks jacked. But when it was removed, you could see how beaten up he actually still looks. Right, it looked, and good. it just added a layer to this match as well. I'm sure we're getting this this singles match at uh, Grand Slam. Grand Slam. Do you see any kind of shenanigans with Osprey? Maybe costing them the. The tournament and having Hangman and Dark Order win this thing. Yeah, that could potentially happen. And that's why, like, the Dark Order win the first trios thing. I think that could be pretty cool. And then easily sets up, like, Will, Kenny at Grand Slam, which I think will be the main event of that Dynamite. Or start the show with it like they did mm. last year with Danielson, Kenny. But either way, we're getting this. And just the, the glimpses of the, those two going at it in this match were just yeah. insane. And I, I got to give props to Ozzy Open, man. They've been given this opportunity and they've been running with it, putting on bangers and they're the impact tag champions so that easily sets up for ftr to finally new have new japan strong oh i thought they won impact are they impact as well i they were right out with the strong belt oh okay one. i thought they i thought i also saw that they won the impact Maybe. championship so i mean there's there's a, a tag match with ftr for wrestle kingdom I, yeah. I would assume right down the line uh but i mean this was this was awesome one of my favorite dynamite matches uh, i think for sure i'm a huge osprey fan I think Kenny is the GOAT, and seeing them fight each other here was, was pretty sweet. And I think the storytelling, it's not even just the crazy wrestling and the flips. It's not all about that. The storytelling before the match, after the match. Well, just, yeah, how, how fired up, how Osprey's been calling this guy out for so long. Yeah. How fired up for the fight he was at the beginning. And, yeah, the whole Omega kind of scouting him the whole time. And getting the W yeah. over him. Osprey looked, they cut to him like on the ramp, just sad, like almost looks like he's crying, like fuck. So you could see him costing Kenny the match mm. uh, later, setting up for easily Grand Slam. So yeah, that sounds awesome. But this was fantastic. And great to see how obviously this is Chicago and a smart crowd, but Osprey's just, he's so good and his style is so like, 
if you've never seen it before, it blows you away. Yeah. He feels like a top guy instantly, which when you consider the people that have felt like that before in this company are the ones who have come over. It's the the Danielsons, the punks, the, oh, yeah. they're here. That's awesome. We get to see a Daniel Bryan match sure. now. Yeah. Osprey, who hasn't been in WWE, coming and feeling like a huge star in this company already, and he's not signed. I it's, think he will be I eventually. Will. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he'll be doing some double duty a lot more often. But I absolutely love this. I loved this episode of Dynamite. This might be a, a all timer. Honestly, I really enjoyed it. They did such a good job of getting me excited for the pay per view on Sunday. Which, not saying I wasn't, but they definitely turned that up to eleven. Yeah, they've made this main event feel huge. Um, I mean, we'll we'll go through some predictions, but uh, yeah, I I could have done without the. The W. Morrissey thing, I thought that was a bit weird. I yeah. thought the the write-off of Uno was lazy. Um, <laughs> but apart from that, really strong. Loved the whole Mox Punk stuff. Yeah. Um, this main event was insane. That four-way was great. Uh, the women's division still needs a lot of work because uh, I thought that was pretty forgettable. And it's a match I'm definitely not hyped for. And then there's, yeah, Jade Cargo and Athena has had nothing yeah <laughs> i know you're excited about that match like no i just it's there's a, some matches that have been built really well and others that aren't and it's just a shame that i feel both women's matches are there's just nothing going yeah. into it uh well should we run down the card Let's for all out it. so i mean another thing we didn't talk about is eddie kingston sammy guevara they apparently squashed their beef mm. their boys again so eddie kingston is awarded with a rematch of a dream match for him <laughs> With Tomohiro Ishii on the kickoff show for All Out. So Eddie's feuding with Jericho and then is like, go on, Brian, you can, you can finish off yeah. my feud with Jericho. Yeah. I'm going to go below that and fight with Sammy, get upset because I'm called a fat piece of shit. And then hit him. So pie face him and get suspended. Oh. Sammy gets the match taken off of him. Sammy is off the pay-per-view. Eddie comes back and it's, oh, let's just fight Ishii. The most Eddie Kingston, uh... <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Fucking. I noticed on the graphic they uh, put it as Ishii versus Kingston two, so yeah. acknowledging the match they had recently, which wasn't which, in AEW, which but. was good, but it didn't hit like a level I think both guys yeah. uh, could do. And I think with a hot crowd in Chicago, there'll be a hype. What I mean, I just found it interesting because they were putting it as the second time it wasn't an AEW match, sure, you yeah, know. And yeah. they're but I'm like, oh, that's cool. They're kind of acknowledging that. New Japan. Fought, fought recently. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, do you think we're getting Ishii next week in Buffalo too? That would be nice. Yeah. Depends when his flight home is. Come on, Tom. Yeah. Come hang out in Buff. Um, yeah, uh, looking forward to that. Whole weird thing with this whole Sammy Eddie thing. Yeah, um, really odd. Uh, you're right, though. Sammy's not even on the show. It's like Eddie gets suspended and Sammy loses his match. Sammy's going few- to come in and help try to help Jericho for sure. Maybe Ishii will join the JAS. Wear a Kangle? <laughs> Ishii in the Kangle? Something tells me he wears Ishii in the red mesh vest oh, for like yeah. uh, blood and guts. Yeah. Yeah, Sammy Guevara is coming out to help Ishii win. There we go. That's my call there. That'd be wild. Uh, yeah, I think Eddie wins this one. What about Pack versus Kip Sabian? I mean, you've got to pull the tri- trigger on Kip, right? <laughs> Strike while the iron's hot. It's, it's been long enough. <laughs> Uh, had his hot return last week and so hot return, nuclear. I've I've compl- I remember I I didn't enjoy Kip and Miro and all that. Yeah, I didn't enjoy Kip and 
um, Jimmy Havoc. Remember that? The super bad guys. What were their names? Fuck. Were they, they super bad? They were like he's super bad, Kip Sabian, which yeah. they dropped. Um, I I can't remember what this guy's wrestling is. To be honest with you, okay. uh, Pack's great. Yeah. So I don't know. Let's. Yeah. I I hope I'm pleasantly surprised with this. What about Hook defending his FTW title against Angelo Parker? Um, I mean, thirty seconds here. Angelo wins. Yeah. <laughs> With his razor blade, isn't it? <laughs> his comb. Yeah. He's going to try to comb Hook's hair. Oh, okay. And uh, then he get choked out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Hook. Uh, we have Wardlow FTR versus Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns. I think FTR and Wardlow. Wardlow and obviously. FTR has got to be. Yeah. Unless you do like a Motor City like pin on one of FTR to and kind of rematch set up, it Wednesday. Just set up her tag. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be all right. Uh, Tony Storm versus Britt Baker versus Jamie Hayter versus Hikaru Shida Fatal 4 women's title I think Britt I think we've said uh, I think well apparently the plan was possibly Tony was to win against Thunder yeah. Rosa yeah yeah but with this being interim do you just go like safe in a way and go with Britt yeah um, yeah I do Britt and start a few with Jamie there you go uh, I, I'd say the same thing uh Claudio versus Wheeler versus Penta versus Phoenix versus Roosh, Andrade, Dante, and To Be Determined. I think we kind of said Claudio or Andrade, possibly. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Andrade. TBD. TBD, <laughs> whoever that is. Uh, Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho, the Lionheart versus the Dragon. Uh, I think we're, we've been discussing, like, it's all, it, it, it should be Danielson beating Chris Jericho and Garcia joining the combat club but I mean Jericho there's going to be some shenanigans in the mm. story there's, there might be some twists and swerves with this story but I think Danielson should go over I think Danielson but I wouldn't be shocked if Jericho somehow gets the W no. yeah which I'm also okay with but it's it's fine I just want the match to be really great and I think it will be Swerve in Our Glory versus The Acclaimed for the tag titles I, I, yeah. I think The Acclaimed have had a great run recently and it's it's awesome that they're getting a, yeah. a pay-per-view match, uh, but Swerve in our glory. Yeah, Scissor Me Swerve. It's still pretty early in their reign, I think. I think they'll retain, but I think it'll be awesome and get the, mm. the acclaimed even more over than, yeah. than they kind of are. Do the, the acclaimed are kind of baby faces, but are they going to wrap? We didn't get a wrap off. Is that tomorrow no, on true. Rampage? Did you you could do it on Rampage, yeah. Yeah, because that would make sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jungle Boy versus Christian Cage. Uh, Jungle Boy Jungle has Boy. to put him away, right? Yeah, but then where's Jungle Boy go from there? Um, the jungle. Goes after Wardlow? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I, I say Jungle Boy too. Ricky Starks, Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, I, th- this feels kind of similar to Jungle Boy Christian. Yeah. And in that case, I would flip Hobbs. it and go with Hobbs, I think. And continue the feud. Yeah. Yeah, continue the feud with Yeah, Hobbs you can have a big blow-off match on TV. Uh, but yeah, I'll go with Hobbs. Me too. Uh, not saying I don't like Ricky Starks. I've been loving this feud, uh, and they let it cool on tonight's show, so I think Hobbs getting the win could be like more of an upset and continue it. He'll target the neck mm. and win. Uh, Jade Cargill versus... How many matches are on this show? 14. Jade Cargill versus <laughs> Athena. <laughs> yeah, I feel Athena is a big enough star that she could be one Come to... On. to beat Cargill you of all people are but no but the whole build has been nothing yeah. so I can't see you 
I can't see you pulling something off like ending the streak in a match third from bottom on this 14 yeah. match show. Fair enough. You know? I say uh, Jade. So I'd say Jade. Cut the shit. Cut the shit. We go to... or Sorry, not we go to. I'm just... Have it. There's so many matches. House of Black versus Miro, Darby, and Sting. Uh, Sting's like, has Sting lost? Yeah, I think so. At least once. Or He's twice. got a pretty good record, hasn't he? <laughs> Especially in these multi-man <laughs> yeah. tag matches on pay-per-view. Um, yeah. It's gonna continue. The yeah, streak continues. Ki- fuck it. Continue with the streak. Sting. Sting's jumping. Sting off is something. winning. We should really be predicting what Sting jumps off of. Yeah. He's done through the crowd area, and then he's done off the like tunnel thing. So where does he go now? Sting has a nine and zero record in AEW. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Fantastic stuff, Sting. Uh, the Elite versus to be determined, but we assume it is Hangman and the Dark Order in the inaugural Trios Championship. I think I could see, we, we suggest Osprey costing them the match. That could happen. Uh, either way, both teams uh, would be great first champions. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go with Dark Order. It, it kind of reminds me of you know, putting the titles the first time on Kaz and uh, Scorpio when you think, oh, it's going to be the Bucks. Just put it on the Bucks. Yeah. I think it would... I kind of feel Dark Order deserve it. I think they've been a great act and kind of forgotten about. And the three of them together are always really entertaining. Yeah. And especially if you're doing Kenny and Osprey as a singles, I kind of don't like it when you're doing... like. You know, when you're in a singles feud and you're a champion or something else, it kind of holds that title a little hostage. Yeah. So I'd go with Dark Order here. I would agree. Uh, As much as the Elite are, like, definitely my favorite wrestlers to watch week by week and and all that stuff for years now. Uh, So therefore, I'm changing my answer. The Elite are winning. (laughs) But it makes makes way more sense. I love both of these teams. Uh, So I'm either way definitely happy with with an outcome there. So I just think it would be awesome to see these guys go. And great rub for Silver and Reynolds. Uh, Mm. They've definitely stepped up. And then for the past while, just been forgotten about. So it is good that they get the pay-per-view slot. Something I noticed about this pay-per-view, it's got a lot of AEW originals. It does. Yeah, it's got a lot of first-time pay-per-view matches as well. Like for for a lot of people. Acclaimed and Starks, like in a... Big yeah. role, that kind of thing. Yeah, so like it's it's got a lot of the, the the actual pillars of this company like being featured heavily, and I think that's pretty sweet. So, yeah, uh, it's not so no one's gonna be like, oh, they're doing the WWE kind of thing. It's like no, they're really not. You get a good mix of of everything uh, in this, but uh, yeah. Oh, and then CM Punk, John Moxley. Yeah, it's it's gotta I'm, be Punk for like well so many storyline reasons. I'm but. sure. <laughs> Tony Khan has planned out in his head the right when he won the title the the first time yeah what what his feuds were going to be right maybe a Danielson match maybe MJF coming back like all of that but I I feel Moxie's had such a great run yeah. he feels hotter yeah he right does now. he is and I kind of think him beating Punk in Chicago would be pretty cool yeah um yeah, I, I, I think punk probably makes more sense though. If you've got all these plans, it set makes up. it makes so much sense, and you can go the MJF thing. MJF could attack him afterwards, set that up for the feud. That could be a thing. But you're absolutely right. Mox is such a more over thing because of the situation the past while. He he's he's the father that stepped up. 
and and took on this this role as this killer and he's he's totally nailed it it's also for punk to have this thing today where he was like i don't know if i love it anymore and all that and kind of teasing leaving to then being fired up to go to the match to then lose it's like do you go back to that i could see them pulling the trigger on a heel turn with punk like for he's been leaning into it anyway yeah i could see him cheat to be mocked but if he if he cheats then it's like you would you you can't do the feud with mjf and and stuff mjf comes back as a baby face (laughs) i was right all along he was he was a baby face when he left like that last promo he did yeah like people were cheering him and i think you know distance makes the heart grow fonder mm-hmm. he's gonna get a huge reaction when he returns i and i and mox has only lost once right to kenny yeah that's isn't that his only loss and that was being screwed over the title i could see you kind of doing the same thing here hmm. interesting i mean the crowd's gonna cheer for punk the, the crowd will cheer whatever but yeah i think mox is a strong enough baby face in other places mm. where uh, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. I would go with Punk. Yeah, it's super interesting. I, I, I'm super hyped for their pay-per-views. Their pay-per-views are always worth the money, honestly. Their pay-per-views always deliver. They always over-deliver. This should be quite a fun, stacked show. And look for our review when we go live after the show on oh, Sunday yeah. with John Away at Post Wrestling on their YouTube. And uh, we'll, be, we'll be having a whole lot of fun. So join in on the chat after the show if you're staying up Sunday night to watch it. And... Hear us talk all about it. Come join us for our watch along for Worlds Collide this yeah. Sunday at four p.m. Four p.m. Four p.m. We're, so we're gonna watch going so much. I'm gonna be wrestled out. I'm taking a break from wrestling. We're gonna be. Watching, oh wait, we're going to wrestling. We're gonna be watching 19 matches. No, 20 matches. I think on Sunday. And then we're going Across to dynamite. The two shows. <laughs> then we're going to dynamite there that ridiculous be yeah ridiculous we love it uh hey guys thank you so much for checking us out go follow all the socials every like rt you know apple podcast review all that stuff uh is greatly appreciated and hey go check us out if you if you mess around with the boys patreon.com slash up next five bucks a month north american tier you get so many podcasts it equals two pennies per shows and there's so much out there wrestling reviews movie reviews everything you use the rss feed it goes right into your podcast app on your phone it's like work baby it's so much great fun content stuff i'm so excited thank you guys that's it that's all i myself brain harrington i'm on twitter and instagram i'm at the bray d and i am at davy portman gonna have to ask dickie to help send that record now yeah so thank (laughs) you dickie uh thank you guys for listening that's it that's all take care goodbye be safe And we'll see you when it's all out. Ahoy! Dan, so glad we were able to meet today. Thanks for coming over. Whoa, what's that? Pretty awesome, right? It's my new FlexiSpot E7 Pro Plus standing desk. Goes from sitting to standing with the push of a button. You know, I've been thinking about getting a desk like that. I have back pain from being in a chair all day, but I feel like they're either cheap and flimsy or crazy expensive. That's why I went with FlexiSpot. This desk is super sturdy, but totally affordable. The base is made of automotive-grade carbon steel. Sit on it. Okay. 
Hey, this is cool. All right, I want in on one of these. Where do I find FlexiSpot? Just go to their website, FlexiSpot.com, and go right now because they're giving an extra $80 off their already low prices. Go to FlexiSpot.com and use code 80OFF to get an extra $80 off the E7 Pro Plus standing desk, backed by an industry-leading 15-year warranty. Don't wait. This special offer will not last long. Go to FlexiSpot.com and use code 80OFF. That's F-L-E-X-I-S-P-O-T.com. Go to FlexiSpot.com now. Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers and select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details.